Hi there, welcome. This is Vision Eternity Ministries. My name is Lee Klein. We have been talking about managing what we think, controlling our thoughts, because it is the enemy's avenue into our lives, into taking Jesus from us and controlling us, trying to be our God, trying to instill our good life here that Jesus came to give us and our eternal life. So let's acknowledge Jesus. Jesus, we thank you for teaching us, for being here, for making your presence known. Thank you, Lord, for giving us this information, this revelation knowledge, to know how to be that overcomer that you're calling us to be. We love you. We praise you. We give you all the glory. So let's get started. Today, you know, we we read in Corinthians, in the King James versions, how these imaginations come into our mind and how Satan paints that picture. And today we're going to talk about how he does that with selfishness. Like we grow up conformed to the world and, and it just seems natural for us to put ourselves first. And so it's like this painted picture in our mind. So we're always thinking about us. We take care of us. And Satan uses that to control us. It, it's another, um, you could say, like, he just clings to us in so many different ways. And, and so it's just another area where he clings to you and has control over you. And so if we're not aware, which Jesus is making us aware today, if we're not aware, he's in control. And we don't know it. And it's not one of those um, things that, like, when you're worrying, you know you're worrying. and. Um, if you're stressed out or whatever it is, because um, it's already like painted there. It's already a stronghold. It's the way we were brought up, you know, like little kids. It's all about them, right? I mean, here they are, and and we give this give them all this attention, and we're so excited that they're here, and so everything's about them. But then when they grow up, you expect them, hopefully, to not just be about themselves, but to be about others, to share and to love. And God expects the same thing from us. It's, it's not attractive if we call ourselves a Christian to um, be selfish. It's rather ugly. Um, especially if God is training you in it and, and and being unselfish to be selfless and you start to see it in other people, you can see, or even he shows you how un unattractive you look. And that's how he corrects us. We always talk about Revelation 3.19 and he corrects those he loves. And so as representing him, we need to look beautiful. We need to look like that bride without spot or wrinkle. And that's what he's doing. He's getting out the spots and the wrinkles so that we look like him, so that we take on 
his character. And so if we don't know how we look, he shows us. And so when he shows you um, that you're being selfish, you, you feel that nudging. And um, especially if someone else has a need and, and you're not, and you're first learning how to be selfless, that need that they have that you kind of bypassed, he nudges you as to say, help. It's not about you. Put yourself aside. Do this. And so you can't ignore that, that nudge. And if you do, you're being like the Pharisees. Where, I mean, Jesus is trying to teach them, and they wouldn't listen. And they wouldn't acknowledge. And he said, your father is the devil. Actually, I should read that to you. I have that right here. In John 8, Jesus said, If God were your father, you would love me and respect me and welcome me gladly. For I proceeded from God out of his very presence. I didn't come on my own authority, but he sent me. Why do you misunderstand what I say? It's because you're, because you're unable to hear what I'm saying. You cannot bear to listen to my message. Your ears are shut to my teaching. And so if, if that's how we are, then on that day, he's going to say, I didn't know you. He went on to say, they didn't want to hear, obviously. And if we're like that, if we don't want to hear, then we're like the Pharisees. He said, you are of your father, the devil, and it is your will to practice the lusts and gratify the desires which are characteristic of your father. He was a murderer from the beginning, does not stand in truth, because there is no truth in him. When he speaks a falsehood, he speaks what is natural to him. He is a liar himself, and the father of lies, and all that is false. And so, really, um, they were unwilling to mature. And we have to be willing to do that maturity thing. Jesus said, be perfect. Be like your father. Be perfect as he is perfect. Grow up. The Amplified Bible says it that way, to be mature. Because I speak the truth, you do not believe me and you don't trust me. You don't rely or adhere to me. Who of you convicts me of wrongdoing or finds me guilty of sin? Then if I speak truth, why do you not believe and trust and rely on me? Whoever is of God listens to God. Right? If we're of God, then we want to be corrected and we're going to be listening to him. Those who belong to God hear the words of God. This is the reason that you do not listen to those words of me because you do not belong to God and are not of God or in harmony with him. And so being unwilling to listen is going to bring us to that place where Jesus on that day is going to say, I didn't know you. You wouldn't listen. You wouldn't adhere to my saints. And so when, when we hear him and we do it is when we're right with him. 
don't just be hearers, but be doers. And so much time people hear it and they say they know it, but they're not doing it. And it's a serious, serious thing to do what he said, because on that day, you're jeopardizing your eternal life. And people don't want to hear that. And when I tell people, they act as if even I'm saying it to them. But Jesus said it, Matthew 7, 21 through 23. Not everyone who calls me Lord will enter into the kingdom of heaven, but those who do the will of my Father. And this is as well. Selfishness is not love. And love is the most is the most important command. And if you don't love, then you don't care about what God cares about. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind. And he cares about us, his children. And so being selfish is not caring about what God cares about. You only care about yourself. You only go to him when you want something. You don't care about your neighbor. Just care about you. You see someone in a need and you turn your head and you walk away because you don't care because you're selfish. And so um, the power to keep the enemy, finishing that, the power to keep the enemy off of you like, I just think of him as a leech, you know, if he can't get you in one place, he gets you in another, in another place. And Romans 12, too, tells you exactly how to just walk free from him, if that's what you want to do. If you want to do what God said to do. If you love him and you care about what he cares about. And if, if you want to represent him. And have his character and be mature. The answer is right here in Romans 12 too. Do not be conformed to this world. This is Amplified Classic Bible, this age. Fashioned after and adapted to its external, superficial customs. But be transformed, be changed by the entire renewal of your mind. So you change your mind. Take control of your mind exactly what we've been talking about. The entire renewal of your mind by its new ideals and its new attitudes so that you may prove for yourself what is the good and acceptable, perfect will of God. You're going to be proving God's will. You're going to be doing His will, even the thing which is good and acceptable and perfect in His sight for you. He wants you to be doing His will. He wants you to represent Him. And so when we change our thinking to be as his, we're going to naturally walk in the kingdom of God. And then on that day, he's not going to say, away from me, I never knew you. I didn't finish. Matthew 7, 21 through 23, not everyone who calls me Lord will enter into the kingdom of heaven. And many are going to say, but Lord, I prophesied in your name. I drove all demons in your name. I did many mighty works in your name. And he's going to say, away from me, I never knew you, you who practice lawlessness. And verse 22 is just um, as like an example of 
a theory of what it's going to be like as, well, Lord, I did Sunday school for you. Lord, um, I, I did this for you. I helped this person up the step. I did this that time on that day. This one time, I wasn't selfish. You're going to already know what he's thinking. And if it is selfishness, that's what you're going to say. Well, this one time, I did this for that person. I wasn't selfish. And he's going to say, I didn't know you, you who practice lawlessness. And so if we're not doing his law, especially, and everything stems from the law of love, love of the Lord your God, with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind. Just care about what he cares about. Love your neighbor. That's what he cares about. And if you're selfish, you can't love him or your neighbor. And so we have to get this love thing. You know, I was saying, you know, when we grow up in the world, just like Romans says, we're conformed to this age, to where we live. And it takes effort to change who you are, to walk in the likeness of God. It takes effort. It, it takes, okay, I'm going to read the word. I'm going to conform to it. I'm going to, I'm going to live by these new ideals, this new attitude. I'm going to be recreated in Jesus. I want him to correct me. You don't want to be surprised on that day and hear him say, away from me, I never knew you. You want him to correct you now. I want him to correct me now. I want him to tell me now, you're selfish. I want him to nudge me to do the right thing at the right time. To tell me, hey, put yourself aside. This is that moment that I've been talking to you about. Now, put aside your plans. Just forget about it and do this for that person. And that is exactly what he'll do if you're willing. The Pharisees weren't willing. They weren't. And some people are unwilling. And really, it's because you don't realize this life here is temporary. And you're getting ready to move into the kingdom, if that's you. That, that's why you're here, getting ready to move into the kingdom. To care about what God cares about is to be unselfish. Jesus was selfless. He is selfless. And he is telling you things to come. He's asked me to tell you what's going to be happening. He's coming. And not everyone's going to make it. You know, when we live by our natural desires, when, when we live conformed to the world, we're really walking on that wide path that leads to damnation. And when we're on that destruction, I guess it says, and when we're on that narrow path, it leads to eternal life. So the challenge is to go ahead and let him recreate you in his likeness. Just let him do his thing in you. Let him nudge you. Don't ignore him. He'll teach you. And as I said before, the enemy is going to cling to you in er any area that you're having a weakness. And selfishness is a big one. 
to care about someone else more than you care about yourself is he's so sly about it because it's not what he says necessarily, but it's just that old mindset, that stronghold that he has on you that you don't even realize that, that he has on you. And so he wants to be your God, and he's going to control you really where you don't know that he is. Because when you know he's controlling you, you want to stop him. It should make you angry that he's been controlling you. And so we need to change what we're thinking, change our mind. Change our mind. Stop letting him control us by changing our mind. Take captive every thought. Don't let him control you. Don't think his thoughts. That's the message Jesus is giving us today. Seek his way of doing. Matthew 6.33, seek his way of doing and being right. That is what we need to be doing. And when we seek, when we're seeking his way of doing and being right, Amplified Classic Bible says it that way, then what we need will be added to us. What we need will be added to us. And um, that includes not only material things, things that we need, also revelation knowledge. We're going to know. We're going to have understanding. He's going to reveal to us the mysteries of the kingdom of God. He's going to reveal to you that you're selfish, that you're worrying, that the enemy is controlling you in this area. And so we need to stop him by not conforming. Don't conform. Don't just let any old thing come in your thinking and be careful. Be careful what you hear, Jesus said. Be careful what you say, what you're listening to. When we fill up our temple, when, when we fill our minds with the things of God, and we're doing his will, there's not going to be room for the enemy. And again, Jesus said, if you're seeking him, that in his way of doing, he's going to correct you. He's going to show you the truth. And the truth sets us free, right? Revelation 3.19, he said he corrects those he loves. Revelation 3.20, he's knocking at the door of your heart. And if you heed his voice, he's going to come and live on the inside of you. And so if you heed his voice, he's going to come and live on the inside of you. And obviously, if you don't, He's not. He's not there. If you're not going to heed his voice, if you're like the Pharisees and you don't want to hear it and you walk away, even if he was there, he's going to move out. Revelation 3 5. He said that if we're not overcomers, our name is going to be blotted out of the book of life. And so that compares to. 
If you're not going to heed his voice, he's going to move out. But if you never did ask Jesus to come live on the inside of you, if you want to make that commitment to care about what he cares about, to start getting ready to move in with him, then I'd like to say that prayer with you, if you're ready. Otherwise, if you're ready at some other time, you can ask him anytime. All you have to do is say, Jesus, I commit to you. I'm asking you to come and live on the inside of me and be my God. Show me. Help me to conform. Recreate me in your likeness. Help me to grow up. I want to be mature like you are. So all I got to do is pray that. And when you're sincere, he knows that. And he's going to come. And he's going to live on the inside of you. So let's pray that. Jesus, we thank you for showing us truth today. We don't want to conform to the world. We want you to come and live on the inside of us and grow us up to be like you. Teach us your way. Empower us to do your will. We love you. We praise you. We give you all the glory. He is so good. He's so in love with you. And we have so many chances to get it right before he gets here. So don't take his word lightly. Don't just examine yourself and say, oh, I'm not selfish. I'm a pretty good person. Or, oh, I, I know I'm going to make it. I'm a good person. I go to church. I've been a Christian for 50 years. And yeah, and I volunteered at church. Don't, don't think on your own. But think his way. Let him correct you. Let him examine your heart and show you. When I was selfish, I didn't know I was selfish until he told me. And I'm still selfish once in a while. And he convicts me. And I guess more than once in a while, I get selfish. We're about ourselves. We got to grow up and be like him. And you notice I just got convicted. That's what he does. He tells you the truth. You have to live in the truth. And let him teach you. Agree with him. Give in. Surrender. So if you said that prayer today, I'd be so excited that you would let me know. And John 1, 1 says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word is God. And so you need to look at the Word and let it transform you. Agree with it. Don't conform to the world, but take on his, his way, his way of doing and being right. And, you know, he's getting us ready to move in with him. And so that's what you're doing. You're getting ready to be like him so you fit in. I just quoted to you Revelation 3, 5. Um, if you're an overcomer, if you get through this, if you're on that narrow path, your name's not going to be blotted out of the book of life. But if you won't listen, if you don't want to mature, if you want to just let the enemy control you, and your name was in there, it's going to get blotted out. So, Jesus said, I'm not saying it, he said it, 
not everyone who calls him Lord will enter into the kingdom of heaven, which means many people are calling him Lord, but he's not their Lord because they're not doing the will. Verse 22, lots of excuses. When you're standing before him, if he's going to say, I never knew you, then you're going to have all these excuses and you know. You already know that I can see it. You know that you don't have the right excuse and and nothing's going to work because this is it. When he comes, this is it. And you know he's going to stay away from me. I never knew you. And I always get this knowing that he's saying, you know, when I was in heaven, we didn't talk with our mouths. I just knew what he was thinking, just like here. And he knows what I'm thinking. And so that's what it's going to be like there. You're just going to know. And just like you know that we're learning not to be selfish. He's telling you that. He's telling me that. When he has me teach you things, he's teaching me. He's convicting me of being selfish. And he's convicting you if you're listening, if you'll take it. And so we're learning, I'm learning, to put myself aside, to do that love and get ready to move in with him. He's getting us ready. And that comes by correction. So let's take heed to his voice. Let's stay on that narrow path together. Let's do that. Let's do that. So thank you so much for listening today. And God bless you.